Hello, nature lovers. Welcome to Grand Birds. A show about bird life and birding in Moab and Grand County. Welcome to Grand Birds. Today, we talk with National Forest Service wildlife biologist Barb Smith about the Pack Creek Fire and its effects on the local birds. All right, so today uh, we're joined by Barb Smith and we're in the area of the Pack Creek Fire. And so an event like the Pack Creek Fire would have probably a major impact on local birds. Is that right? That's true. And for some species, it's going to be a a detrimental impact, uh, especially if it burns up nests and things like that during the breeding season. But there's also species that that need fire that, you know, look for habitats that have burned. And some actually that's their favorite habitat. Is that right? That's true. Then, and one in particular is woodpeckers, but even other species that don't like necessarily heavy forested kind of habitat, like the turkeys that live up here. They can live just fine in a burned area because after a fire, you get a lot more understory, different kinds of shrubs and grasses and flowers will grow that weren't there before. And, uh, and that's good for a lot of different species. Because uh, we as humans often think of fire as destructive, but it's really a natural part of the cycle in a typical ecosystem. Very true, yes. You can easily see the destruction that it brings, but yeah, you have to look a little harder maybe to find out some of the, the benefits that it can have to different species. And, and in the big picture, you know, we did burn up some of this habitat, but there is still plenty of pinyon juniper habitat and there's aspen that'll come back and, and conifers. So it, it, it just adds a little diversity to the habitats that are available for all kinds of wildlife. And so are there birds that would be attracted to a burned area? Yes, and one in particular that I know folks uh, who look for birds around, I've been asked many times, where can I see a three-toed woodpecker? And that's a species that, as a matter of fact, was one we were concerned about, and it's on our Forest Service sensitive species list and one we monitor populations of because they're, you know, populations were thought to be declining uh, because they are impacted uh, negatively by things like timber harvest and also because we were suppressing fire. And they're a species that needs dead trees and there are bugs, beetles, especially wood boring and bark boring beetles that are attracted to dead and dying trees. And that's what the three-toed woodpeckers are looking for. So even though a lot of the burned area is perhaps lower in elevation than we would expect, uh, three-toed woodpeckers, you think they might actually come down seeking out the the burnt trees? Probably not down into the real lower elevations. They tend to look for the burned ponderosa pine, which we didn't lose a lot of in this particular fire, but but the the spruce and fir trees up a little bit higher where those burned, they'll be definitely moving into those areas. And in some places we've had fires uh, on the forest where, where, you know, we had never seen three-toed woodpeckers before and you have a fire and within a week, they're there, so I don't know if they can smell smoke or what, but they, they, uh, they seem to find it right away. Their, their smoke detectors went <laughs> off and they, they came in. They came in. Yeah. And uh, you were mentioning before Lewis's woodpeckers. Would we also see them? Maybe? Yes, and that's one that's you know very limited distribution on the mountain, uh, but the places we have seen them is it tends to be older aspen stands or in burned areas. So I'm expecting that after this fire, we could start to see some more Lewis's woodpeckers around here. They prefer, unlike the 
three-toed woodpecker, they prefer open areas because they catch insects in the air. They don't necessarily drill into trees to look for bugs. So they like open areas with a lot of shrub, understory, uh, because that's where the moths and other insects reproduce on those kind of understory plants. So they're out there looking for those burned areas where they can drill a hole in a tree to make a nest in a dead tree. And then they can also uh, catch insects in these more open areas that have burned. Well, that's good. Maybe next year we'll have to change our Lewis's woodpecker strategy and mm -hmm. check out this burned area. Yes, I think that would be good. It would be nice to see them expand their range. Yes, yeah, so I think so. And it's another one that it's actually on the, the state list of species of conservation concern. So it's another species that the land management and wildlife agencies monitor because we are concerned about their population numbers. Well, maybe we'll... Uh, revisit you know in a year or two and see how things are progressing and uh, it'll be interesting it to is watch. interesting and you'll see you know the change is fat already some of the aspen up higher is three feet tall mm -hmm. um the rains we had the monsoon rains were really helpful and unfortunately did cause some flooding but is also can can help the plants to respond after the fire okay well great well thanks so much mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh we'll revisit very good I'm Glenn Kincaid, and this has been Grand Birds. Until next time.